Hi, everyone. Welcome to Student Government's official podcast, By the Horns, where student voices are heard. We created this podcast this year in order to increase transparency of student government to the student body and to amplify all student voices so that you know that you are being heard. I'm one of your hosts, Cruz Mora, and my pronouns are he, him, his. I'm from Austin, Texas, and I'm a fourth year here at UT studying government and international relations and global studies. And I'm your other host. My name is Madison Brown. I use she, hers, her pronouns. I'm a sophomore majoring in public relations and plan two honors. And today on our very first episode, we are sitting down with Onaga and Winston, student, their student body president and vice president this year. Um, how are you guys? Introduce yourselves. Thanks so much for having us. We're so excited to be here. So hi, y'all. My name is Anika Kikari. I am the student body president for this current year. My pronouns are she, her. I am a fourth year government major, and I'm from Dallas, Texas. Hey, y'all. My name is Winston Hung. I'm so glad to be here as well. I use he, him, his pronouns, and I am the student body vice president this year. I study chemical engineering and finance, and I am from Beaumont, Texas. Awesome. I'm so glad to have y'all both here. Um, We know it's a very busy time with midterms and everything else going on. But uh, just as like an icebreaker question uh, for saying how your day is today, um, how would you say the color of your day is to describe how it went? Um, I would say... You take all of the colors and combine them and just shake them up. I've had a really long day and I'm, uh, (laughs) I feel really energized still, but uh, yeah, I've had a, it's going to, going to be, it's going to end up being a 13 hour day. So every single color I felt today. (laughs) Meanwhile, mine's a solid orange, just like bright, but like a lot there, you know, like fast moving. That makes sense, but definitely here for the vibes. Awesome. awesome, awesome. Well, from a really crazy day to a really vibey day, um, I'm glad you're here with us and sitting down and I'm glad, so glad you made time in your busy schedule to do this and be on our first episode. Um, just a disclaimer for everyone, we are all in four separate locations right now. We are all recording via our phones and through Zoom. So we just wanted to let y'all know that we are definitely following all COVID guidelines and making sure that we are all staying safe and trying not to spread COVID anywhere. But thank you again so much for being here. And just a brief overview of what the podcast is going to entail today. Um, first, we're just going to dive into a Q&A just to get to know Winston and Anika a bit more and for y'all to hear who they are. And then we're going to open it up to a space for an open forum just so they can discuss whatever they wish to disclose and talk about. And then we'll close from there. But for now, we're going to go ahead and dive into the Q&A. All right, for our first question, um, I'm going to ask both of you this question. Um, Winston, I want you to go first, but tell us about where you were from and briefly how you got here to UT. Yeah, so I was born in Houston um, because my parents immigrated there from Taiwan, and I spent most of my life in the Gulf Coast area. I lived in Louisiana for a couple of years, and I grew up mainly in Beaumont, which is a small town in southeast Texas. 
And really how I got to UT was just because it was probably like my biggest dream, just because coming from a smaller town like Beaumont, uh, UT was such a big and far goal to achieve. So I'm really glad I'm here um, because it really validates, you know, all the things I worked towards in high school. Awesome. Anika? Yeah, so I uh, was born and raised in Dallas, Texas. Uh, my family, my parents are from India, and they're both immigrants. My mom came over to the United States when she was three, and she's lived in, she lived in New York after that before moving to Texas, and my dad came um, in his 20s to the United States, and they went from New York to Texas, which is a huge move, um, and then that's where me and my sisters are born. Um, I... Truly, if you would have talked to me when I was a senior, junior in high school and said and told me that I was going to be further south for college, I would have laughed in your face. And looking back, I'm just so I, I can't imagine being anywhere else. So I'm so grateful to be at U the University of Texas at Austin. Oh, my gosh, that's so, so cool that you both have similar stories, but come from two completely different places. I definitely know what it's like to grow up in a small town in East Texas. I'm from Texarkana, which is like on the border of Texas and Arkansas. And similar to Winston, I so wanted to come to UT just because it was so big and it was in Austin. And the thought of living in a big city was like the best dream ever. Um, so I definitely feel for you for that one. Speaking of Austin, what are some of y'all's favorite things to do in Austin and do in the city? So I would say my favorite thing to do in Austin is go to the Green Belt. So like I said, there's nothing like that in Dallas. And that is just one of the most unique and amazing things about Austin is um, honestly the nature. So I love the Green Belt so, so much. Yeah, for me, I also like the water, like Anika said, or just the nature of Austin. And for me, growing up in Beaumont, the water is literally toxic. So coming to some place where you can actually like swim and like have fun in the water is really nice. So my favorite thing to do is paddle boarding on Ladybird Lake, uh, just because it's nice to see the city, but also feel like you're one with the water and one with the earth and just kind of relaxing after a long day of work. So I love going on the sunset and even if it, I feel brave one morning going super early. <laughs> no, I feel that so much. I had no idea that a city like Austin had so much nature and had things like the Green Belt. I assumed all cities were just tall skyscrapers and buildings, but that's definitely one of the best parts of Austin, in my opinion, as well, is the fact that there's so much nature here, and it's so, so nice to have that in a city. Um, I guess for our next question... I kind of want to talk a little bit about uh, the situation and circumstances we're in. And it's really important to take care of yourself and take care of others around you. And I think that interplays with each other. And um, so I guess the question is, how do you take care of yourself and those around you during this difficult time? So I think that something that I've really noticed is taking time for yourself in for fun in creative ways. So that looks different for every person. Um, something 
that me and my roommates do is that we'll like designate time and like we realize we're all kind of stressed doing our own thing locked in our rooms all day studying we'll take time in um, this sounds kind of cheesy but we'll all just hop in the car and like go to some fast food place and we won't talk about it before we'll just like do it and that's um that's kind of become like this accidental routine that just is a good like stress relief from the day because we're taking our minds off stuff that's like one way another another thing that's really really important is um being forgiving to yourself and those around you I think it looks really different right now for everyone and everything's changed I think people's mentals like states have also shifted because we're this is just like a total new culture we're around of um how we interact with people or the lack of interaction so I think like being extra forgiving and not holding anyone to the standards of before pre-COVID is extremely important. For sure. Thank you for sharing that. So also for me, I also agree with Anika. I love spending time with my roommate. Uh, we got really close since we've moved in together. So it's been really nice just to decompress after a long day. I will say like my guilty pleasure of taking time for myself is doing jigsaw puzzles, a thousand pieces or greater. <laughs> And I just love doing those because I can like distract my mind and still think about things, but visually just like make a picture come together. And I just completely disconnect. Like sometimes I will just not respond for like five hours at the end of the day, just because I'm literally doing a jigsaw puzzle. So that's probably my guess. That's awesome. No, that's really, really cool. I feel like y'all are both very similar but very different at the same time like I definitely can see and look at y'all and like wow y'all vibe so well together um so I guess what is your favorite thing about each other because I feel like you're pretty close at this point so what do you like about each other (laughs) um I'll go first I I um this is something Winston and I, I think, are very acutely aware of the differences between us. And I think that's why, actually, <laughs> our partnership is so strong as president and vice president, because we're very, very different from each other. Um, and something that I um, really, really admire about Winston is that no matter what, what the situation is, he always sees, like, the good first and, like, the potential positive outcomes. Um, and so I think that's, like, a lot with his, like, people skills but yeah, it, he's an extremely positive person to the point where he can be infectious and yeah, just like it has a really positive outlook on the world. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's so sweet. My favorite thing about Anika is nothing. No, I'm, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> noted, I'm totally, noted. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Um, I love Anika with all my heart. Uh, my favorite part about Anika perhaps is just her determination just because sometimes I struggle with really getting the ball rolling and getting things started. And it's almost infectious of her to kind of just be like, guys, we have to do this. Like, I'm so excited about this. And like, just like at this big surge of energy, like it really invigorates and gets things rolling to a point where like, I can finally feel like, ah, yes, like we're in a place where things are moving and I can help get it to the end. And so I just love that determination and that passion because it really comes into play with the stuff that we do and just really any conversation that we have. Right. That's awesome. I'm glad that y'all have each other. Um, That's really important, especially in how you each are able to give 
and also share with each other. Um, speaking of important people in your lives, um, who has been someone or I guess folks that have inspired you throughout your life? Winston? I would have to say that someone that's really inspired me, um, which is such a cliche answer, is that my parents have worked so hard to get me to where I am just because, you know, they came here with, you know, this big dream of having a better life. And I honestly think like my life would be completely different if that wasn't the case. Like they instilled so much good discipline and honor and like ambition in me that I don't think I would be nearly the same person I would be without them. Um, So I am gonna copy Winston's answer, but it's genuinely my parents as well. it's definitely, they have very, they have very different backgrounds. My dad's from India and grew up there. My mom grew up in New York. Um, but honestly, honestly, um, seeing how hard they've worked to get where they are and like all the hardships that they've gone through. And I think especially like with my childhood, like worked really hard to make sure we had an education that um, really notably my um, grandparents weren't able to receive, especially my grandma, my dad's mom, she had to um, drop out of, I think, middle school to take care of her siblings after her mother passed away. So education just been instilled and ingrained in us um, because they've, my family has experienced the effects of a lack of education. Um, and just watching my parents work so hard, like I have four siblings and so there's five of us and my parents have both always worked full time taking, my mom took the minimum maternity leave every single time. Um, And I think just, like, when you grow up, like, watching your parents, like, grind so hard to, you know, adapt to the country that they're in, like, the circumstances that they're in, and, like, never, never letting us, like, feel like we're different in a bad way um, to try to give us the opportunities uh, that others have. Like, it's so inspiring. Um, And I'm, I just can't even put into words, like, how appreciative I am of it. I love that so much. I genuinely love to hear stories of families and people that come from the immigration process who might have family members who are immigrants. I'm actually in a class called Rhetoric of Hamilton. You know, Hamilton has a lot of emphasis on immigration, you know, the rags riches story and what you can do and how you can make it in America. And I absolutely think that people who have that experience or know people who have gone through that experience can look at America and can look at this world in such, not a better, but such a unique way that is so invaluable to the experience of growing up and to working hard and to going after the things that you want and that your parents or other family members might not have been able to have. So I really, really think it's so cool that you do both have family members that were immigrants or definitely know about that process. I think that's such an amazing experience to be knowledgeable of. But as our next question, what is a piece of wisdom that you think someone should know, either students or just the world? Like, what's a piece of wisdom that you would just love to share? So I'll keep this UT specific. So I piece of wisdom 
and this is gonna sound like so honestly this might sound like I'm uh, being redundant with others get sleep (laughs) don't (laughs) I know it sounds funny but (laughs) but actually sleeping is really really important and I know that we kind of feel that sometimes we really genuinely need to sacrifice it but um I have definitely felt deep effects of not getting sleep because I thought I was just like I can study whenever do things whenever it's really not a big deal sleep I can sacrifice it's a very unhealthy mentality and I think like genuinely like sectioning off time to sleep is so important and everyone at UT is such a go-getter and sometimes we fall sometimes we honestly fall into this mentality that we have to sacrifice core parts that make us healthy and I like and and that's something that's um a bunch of people know, like, during, I, I always get sleep, and it is a number one priority, but that's also because I have experienced deep lack of sleep, so I understand what the other <laughs> other side of this coin is, but um, <laughs> that's honestly the biggest piece of wisdom that I could impart. Yeah. For me, it's a little similar to Annika's, but one of my mentors early on in college told me this, and it's always sticked with me since then, um, but the mantra is, take your work seriously, and don't take yourself too seriously. Just because I feel like college is like the best time of your life. You're supposed to really enjoy independence and adulthood. And obviously college comes with a lot of academic stress and ambition and things like that. But really like definitely take your work seriously. Do as well as you can and shoot for the stars in your work and take it super, super seriously. Um, But don't let that lose sight of who you actually are and take yourself and your personal life and be yourself. And don't let that cloud who you think you are and let that run your life. Because honestly, college is the best time to also be yourself. So that is my piece of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And I want to add one okay. more thing. Um, also, take your social life also um, into account. Like you are a human being and you deserve time to rest and relax and like, unwind that is obviously college is number one about getting your education but it's also about making friends and about experiences and you know and that's an extremely crucial element I think to our um, development as young adults right yeah I think that's really important to hear I wish I would have known all that before it's still good to hear now and be reminded of all of that I know it's easy to get caught up in one of those facets whether it's school or just social or just sleep I guess but it's important like you all were saying to balance all of that um I think just to continue getting to know you guys a bit more what is something that you wish that the UT community here would know about you both okay so I have um I kind of have like a wild story <laughs> that happened freshman year um, that I'll quickly run through. I actually somehow like snuck my way into uh, a dinner with Joe Biden freshman year. He came to. <laughs> I know it's a really wild story. Um, he came to speak for the LBJ lectureship series. Our freshman year, everyone waited uh, in line from, from like, 4 a.m. onward to get a ticket in front of the student activity center. Um, so I remember I got a ticket and I 
he spoke and then everyone started filing out and I just noticed that people weren't filing out and then I was like oh what are you doing um and they were like this is this is a private event like what are you doing here and I just kind of I just waited and then um eventually they ended up like this is just a honestly like this is just a fluke but someone had an extra ticket and was like do you want to come to the dinner I see you're a student and you seem passionate about this and yeah I ended up like getting to go to this dinner because I just waited but yeah I think it's and I'm yeah and I met uh Vice President uh, Biden when I was just 18 years old oh I love that that's fun (laughs) <laughs> so Anika got me thinking about these stories from freshman year, and I have my fair share of these really just stupid and naive experiences just coming to college as this very young, very fresh, like, freshman. And so, you know, coming from a small town, I only knew a few people at UT, because only about 10 people that I knew from my high school uh, came here. And so right when I moved in, I went with one of my high school friends to Target, and I didn't have a car, so she picked me up and we went. And we get back, we get some really good things for like our rooms and our dorms and stuff like that. And we go, as one does as a freshman, to Jester City Limits to get some dinner. And, you know, we eat, we have a good time, we just chat about what we're doing now that we're on campus. And we throw our stuff away. And that's when I realized that I lost my wallet. This was literally day two of coming to campus being a mature adult, quote unquote, and I lost my wallet. And so I was like, oh my God, it was on my plate at JCL. And that was already like in the trash. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't lose it. I can't call my parents on day two and say I lost my wallet. So me being the dumb freshman that I was told the JCL staff, like, I think I lost my wallet in the trash can. And so both of us were literally digging through the trash. Like, where is my wallet? Like, I need this so bad. I can't lose everything this quickly. Lo and behold, it was at Target. My wallet was at Target. So if you happen to be a worker at JCL in the fall of 2017, I owe you my entire net worth because I feel so bad to this day that I made you dig in the trash with me to look for my wallet right after I had moved into my dorm. Oh my god. Wow. If you're listening to that, now that one's for me, sorry. <laughs> um, I absolutely love both of y'all's stories. Those are so iconic and definitely things you will probably remember for like years to come. And going off of that, you are both upperclassmen, you're both seniors, and you have a lot of great memories at UT, I would assume. So what is your favorite thing about UT after four years being here, about to graduate? What do you love about UT? Honestly, and this is also kind of cliche, but the thing that I love the most about UT is just the fact that there's like so much in store for you. Like when I look back on my time in Beaumont, like I looked around and of course they were my greatest friends. They were people I'd grown up with all the time, but something that was very different between me and them was just the fact that like, I wanted to explore the world. I wanted to get out. I wanted to take every opportunity that I was really set my eyes on. And that ultimately came 
down to coming to UT. And I think looking back on it, getting out of Beaumont, even though I cherish and love it as much as I love anything in the world and I would never choose to grow up anywhere else, not that that's really a choice, but I honestly coming to UT and really having the opportunities to meet different over Texas and all over the world, have these insane opportunities to do crazy things like run for student body vice president, were never some things were never things that I thought about when I was growing up. And so honestly coming to UT um, really made that difference. Yeah, for me, I just my neighborhood that I come from has um, extremely low amounts of diversity. And granted, UT certainly has problems with diversity in many different ways. But comparatively to where I'm from, not even night and day, it's like night and galaxy, like, <laughs> like it's a different galaxy, <laughs> like totally different. Um, and I just, um, I think that that's something that was like really amazing to me. I was just in awe the first few weeks to be around. I, I felt so blessed that I could be around like all these different types of students. Um, and it was like the first time I was able to really connect with a lot of student Indian students as well, which is my background. Um, and that was so valuable and important to me, um, which that's not my favorite thing about UT, but I think that is like a really notable part. And I think like circling back to the question overall, my favorite thing about UT is we're all so different than each other in so many different ways, but we come together and we're all students at this like awesome university and we are active students. We don't settle for the status quo. We're always, we're always pushing for change. And I just think that there's just something magical there with this. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I was only on campus for a couple of months last year. I'm only a sophomore, but definitely my favorite thing of last year and from this year at UT is the large amount of diversity that is on this campus. Learn so much about other people besides myself. So yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Awesome. So for our next segment, we will be moving on to the open forum portion. During this segment, Onaga and Winston will have time to talk about anything that they would like to share with the student body and with the people listening to this podcast. So whatever y'all want to talk about, you're good to go. Yeah, honestly, I think this year has been absolutely crazy. I think 2020 in of itself was a rainy day of a year, um, which is crazy because right when we got back after 2020 started, I was like, this is our year. It's going to be amazing. And everything went crashing down. And so the only thing I'll say to that is stay strong. You know, it's so easy to just continually hear like these are unprecedented times in that we're just waiting for things to get precedented again. And honestly, I think it just speaks to the resilience that we all have as humans in general. And I think it's shown across so many different levels, whether you just started college and like started a new phase of your life in this crazy time, or you're like us and you're finishing the last year of this incredible phase called college. And it looks completely different than we all expected. But my advice and just really my thoughts is just to stay strong, power through it, know your worth, know that you're strong and that you're really, really powerful and resilient through going through all of this. 
um, and just keep going and just keep pushing. And some days are going to be harder than others, but honestly, um, we're in this together and we'll get through it together. And I guess kind of just to speak a little bit on SG, obviously, and again, I got elected right before everything went tumbling down, I think literally eight days before. And so, you know, obviously we've done a lot of adjustments and we continue to do quote unquote what it takes and really pushing forth our initiatives in creative ways, but also supporting the now, right? And so um, that's just kind of just to speak on the reassurance that y'all are going to do great, that we're all going to get through it but also that Anika and I are really trying as hard as we can to adjust to make sure that we do the best that we can to serve UT, whether that's through organizing blood drives or passing out masks or trying to invest more into the student body as a university. And that's just my words of trying to reassure y'all that we're trying our best and really trying to get through it together as well. Mm -hmm. I completely agree with everything Winston just said. I think that um, I think that a huge misconception of student government, and rightfully so. I mean, kind of it has this like, you know, high school student council vibe. But I, I I I want the student body to know and understand that they do have a friend and an ally within student government, and that Winston and I are working um, really hard to make sure that in this time of immense turmoil, unprecedented turmoil, I'll use that word, unprecedented that everyone's using, um, we have been able to um, make really large strides in the university and for students. So if you have something that you wanna work on, I promise you there's at least one person in student government who is interested in helping you out. And we are here for seriously all students and we are here to make progress. And I'm actually, I'm very proud to say that we've, um, def we're definitely super headed in the right direction, but yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think all of that is good to hear and reassuring as a student here at UT to also hear. Um, are there any resources that you could let listeners know to um, pursue or look into um, for everything that's going on right now? Yeah, right off the bat, um, if you're struggling with your mental health, don't be afraid to make an appointment at the CMHC. Something very unique is now these appointments are virtual via telehealth. So disclaimer, you have to be in the state of Texas to be able to use CMHC right now, but I highly encourage, highly encourage reaching out um, and creating an appointment if you are feeling off, which is really normal to feel off right now. So no problem is too little, too small. If you feel like you need to talk to someone and you need to do discreetly, please go to CMHC. That's like a resource right off the bat. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think now is a really important time to stress that like, if you are encountering financial hardships or that you are struggling between you paying rent or paying food for food. Like just know that there's so many resources like the UT Outpost that can give you groceries in a contactless way every single month. Um, I know that that's something that, and again, I really care about and wanna push and make sure that's accessible for all students. So please don't hesitate to reach out to the UT Outpost, Student Emergency Services. Even if you don't think that it's an emergency, they're more than happy to help. And I've definitely been able to 
have the support of them as well, especially during COVID. So definitely don't shy away from that because they're really here to help and bring all the resources they can to help you in such a trying time. All right, so I think we're heading to the end of the podcast, and um, I just want to have a little bit of time just for any last remarks, if there's any from either of you, if you'd like to say anything, ask anything, remind anything, and then we can begin closing out on the podcast. Um, Basically, I just want to say, Remember who you are. Remember you're a Longhorn at the University of Texas at Austin. Horns up. (laughs) And never forget how special you are and be forgiving to yourself during this time. Make sure you're taking time for yourself, taking your health seriously, especially right now. Um, And just also make, make sure you have some time, even though it looks different right now, to be a normal college student and you know, relax and unwind. But thank you so much for getting to the end of this podcast and taking some time to listen to me and Winston. I really appreciate it. And if you need anything from student government, please reach out. We're here for y'all, the students. I promise we'll be a resource no matter what. So thank you. What is the best way to um, reach or contact uh, student government? Yeah, so we have a website. It's www.utsg.org. On there, there's a sub tab that says contact us. You click it and then you can just fill it out really quickly with your name, email, subject, and message. And we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Or you can go to the Instagram, which is UT underscore SG. Um, and you can DM us there. So either one works, um, whatever is better for you. We also have a Twitter and a Facebook if you want to follow us there as well. But I, if you're trying to get in contact with us, I highly recommend the um, form on online. And we're always innovating new ways to connect with students. But um, but yeah, we are here for y'all. Thank y'all so much. Yeah, just want to say it was such a pleasure and honor uh, to be here. I don't think that looking back on the past year, I would have ever expected to be in this place. But just know that your entire life can change in a matter of a year in college. And even though this year looks a little bit different, keep powering through. Um, do what you do best and be yourself. Um, take care of yourself, like Annika said. And Truly, everything will fall into place. I truly believe that. And yeah, wishing you all the best. And please, please reach out if you ever need anything. I'm here to help. I'm here to be your friend. So wishing you all the best and hope to see you all soon. Awesome. Yes. Thank you so much for both of you joining. I'm sure we'll have you both back on the podcast sometime later this school year. But again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you all so much for sitting down with us. And thank you, everyone listening, for making it this far. This was our first ever episode of this new podcast. So we have a lot more learning and growing to do. But this was so much fun. And we are so excited for everyone else that will be on this podcast throughout the year. Um, Make sure you look out for our next episode. We will be sitting down with SG's hook the vote agency directors and they'll be talking about everything regarding the election regarding voting early voting is going on as we speak so make sure you're heading out to the polls make sure you're wearing your mask and being safe and exercising this amazing right 
that you have. Um, but that's all that we have. Make sure to follow us on all social medias and make sure to tell your friends about this podcast. Thank you so much. See y'all next time. Bye. 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 Go vote. Thank <music> you.